liftoff and the clock has started. And welcome to That Pixel Life. This is episode 221, recording December 11th, 2022. My name is Zach Anderson. This week, we will be discussing the Game Award announcements. Because, and I mean the awards themselves, but who really cares? Uh, micro, no, we talked about Microsoft already. I didn't delete that from the outline, but I am going to keep going. Because <laughs> we are also going to be talking about what we've been playing. Uh, some spoiler zone stuff. More shenanigans. And to do this, I have with me, as always, Shannon Elf on a Shelf More. Hello. How are you? <laughs> so you know the, the highest of energies right now. Yeah. You, know, you know the Elf is static, but you're not supposed to be. <laughs> you know. Well, I mean, for a podcast, all I have to really do is talk. It's not like I have to be animated. I mean, this is as much energy as I can bring right now. Because, like, I don't know if you noticed, but last week I told you I, I, couldn't, I couldn't stay awake. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. still having problems. Uh, All right. Well, moving on. Uh, also with us is Justin. Tis the season, Carter. Oh, oh, holy it's crap! Your boy. Yeah, there's the energy. Uh, bring the energy. Uh, <laughs> you know, th- this week, uh, you know, I went and got my. I was telling you guys a little bit before the pod. Got my garage door fixed. I can park my car in there now. It's pretty hey. nice, you know. And mm-hmm. we went and did this little it's almost i want to say it's like a farmer's market but it's not really like but they have like they had like mini golf and um there was food stands and stuff but they had a lot of uh stands were like craft stuff that you know people make oh yeah yeah they've got they've got one of those in san francisco too it's called like spark sf or something like that but yeah I, i know what you're talking about but yeah, we went to uh, one of those with some friends and stuff last night, and it was a lot of fun. It was I should have brought a jacket. I was mm-hmm. fucking stupid. I was wearing a long sleeve t shirt, and I was like, "Oh, dude, it's not like that cold out." But you know, I didn't realize we were going late in the evening as we were, so it was like fifty something degrees outside, and I was like, "Really wish I'd brought a jacket." Shannon, <laughs> uh, when he started that, were you like me and going picturing him out there with like basketball shorts and a tank top and being pretty like, much. Yeah. I was no, expecting him to be like, yeah, it was like super cold. It was like 70. 70. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like 60. Like this morning I woke up, it was 63 degrees in my house. So, hmm? like, I mean, chilly. the listeners should know your boy is in a hoodie right now. Like I he's... am. I'm, I'm rocking my, my. And he's got gloves on. Yeah, I got the. Well, yeah, they're like little compression gloves or whatever. You got, the ho- you got the homeless fingerless gloves yeah. working. And... Soup kitchen gloves. Yeah, totally. Man, but, yeah, getting into the season, but yeah, we went to that and they had like little activities and like kind of like zoo lights, I guess, in a sense, where they had like a bunch of lights, like kind of said it's like on a farm kind of thing and stuff. Mm-hmm. So they had like a bunch of little had some Philly cheesesteaks from one of the food yeah, trucks, there. bro. There that we warmed go. me up a little bit, so it was a lot of fun. So did they repurpose like the corn maze from Halloween to like something else for the for Christmas? So it was instead of a corn maze, it was like a uh. 
what was it? It was like a crate or something like maze, something like that. But <laughs> it, was, it was the pallets that all the corn was on. Was, and they just yeah, that's what it was. It was a pallet maze. That's what it was called. Oh, that's funny. Uh, we didn't do it, though, because after when we went to Schnepp's farm and got lost in the corn maze, I was like, dude, I'm going to be honest. I was like, dude, it's like fucking freezing out here. And I really don't feel as dark. I was like, we got lost in the corn maze during the day. I was like, I really don't want to get lost in the pallet maze when it's night and I'm like freezing my ass off. I just want to go back to the car. That is funny. That is funny. Um, <laughs> I just cracks me up that it's all pallets. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the, uh, those things don't really exist around here anymore. There's like a few out in the Fremont area, you know, like the, the big maze type things around Halloween. But yeah. I want to say you could go to like, um, Fremont or not Fremont, uh, Gilroy, like, yeah, maybe, like yeah. out there, like where it's more farmland, you might have more success with the go, go wander in the garlic a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, well, I'm happy you had fun, Justin. Good times. Um, so speaking of good times, did you guys watch the not shortened at all game awards? Hercules <laughs> <laughs> out there is going to be, this is going to be shorter. And I'm like, Oh, you mean longer by 15 minutes? Yeah, that that award show. Um, So I was watching it live, and the mm -hmm. thing that killed me the most was like, oh, bro, it's starting. And I got, like, my drink. I was all set up Mm -hmm. in the living room and stuff. I was, like, ready to go. And then it starts, and I was, like, messaging everyone. This I'm like, oh, man, it's starting. It's starting. I was so excited. And then when it starts, there's a 30-minute timer. Yeah. Right forward. Yeah. It's like Game Awards coming. And I was like, uh, they're like, this is the pregame show. We got bands. We got trailers. <laughs> and I was like, no one said that. It did not say pre show starts at seven and the actual Game Awards is starting at seven. No, it said the Game Awards is starting at seven. So my surprise when there's a countdown timer, I'm like, do I have to sit through half an hour of this? <laughs> like, sure. And then, of course, they're rattling off all the esports awards and stuff during the pre-show. They're like, yeah, all the shit you guys don't care about, we're just gonna blast these out of the mm. way. Like, yeah, Yaya being got major esports player this season. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, best esports team and coach. It's like, yeah, okay, yeah, we're getting this out of the way. Yeah, it's uh, it was it was pretty funny because I I went to bed you know seven o'clock like I usually mm-hmm. do during the week. And uh, like my phone like was just going off with updates from Justin in the Discord channel, and like my fiance was just like, "Dude, your phone was blown up until like ten o'clock last night." And I was like, uh, "Yeah, dude, <laughs> it was probably the Game Award stuff that Justin was watching." <laughs> well, I do You're appreciate welcome. I do appreciate you uh, keeping the Discord updated, Justin. Mm-hmm. That was nice. Yeah, me uh, and Jordan were holding it down. Yep, I was. I was. I I didn't chip in as much as i would have liked to but i was enjoying getting the updates from you guys because i wasn't able to watch it myself so i could go back and see what everyone was talking about Um, wasn't able to or you just wanted to watch monday night football uh it wasn't wasn't on monday night thursday night football football. yeah yeah uh (laughs) i watched the raiders choke away another one it was good (laughs) um but yes and when i got back i i picked a few things that I was like, Oh, we should talk, definitely talk about this. And, uh, one of the ones I'd like to start with Shannon, I know you're as excited as me. Diablo four. Mm-hmm. Like we got a new cinematic trailer, uh, which in typical Diablo fashion was just like, you know, a bunch of weird demonic bullshit. And, and that angel dude, 
fighting in hell. I, I don't know. It was just like the typical Diablo stuff. Um, but they did announce uh, it's coming in June, mm-hmm. I believe. And a beta is starting soon. And I don't know if you've also noticed, but it seems like an early access build went out to journalists recently. And everyone is saying this game is fucking rad. Hype level, Shannon. Dude, I don't know. I just I want to wait until it's out. Like I'm not I'm mm-hmm. not gonna get hyped about it because you know it's six months away. <laughs> because you've been hurt before. Yeah, yeah, I've been hurt before. Uh, but it, yeah, it's just you know, there's a lot of things that can happen between now and then. Um, and I'm hoping that they try to keep a lot of stuff that they're doing in Diablo Immortal out of Diablo Four. Um, Which, to know, be fair, it does sound like it does yeah. sound like that they're dumping all of the loot boxes shit from this but like you said we will they could just they could just be hiding it mm-hmm. so yeah i mean i mean if this is an alpha build that they're sending out to people they, to drum up positive hype mm-hmm. they're just going to show all the good stuff they're not going to be like yeah here's the more in like shitty stuff that we're not going to show you about like loot yeah. boxes and aesthetics and things like that hope you like your character looking boring as hell for like 100 levels um yeah, because right. that's what you're getting so you know we'll see like i don't uh, Activision's always done great with like their visuals when they come to trailers, and mm-hmm. then you know it's net the game never looks like that. So like you know, cool. It was a weird looking trailer, and they have people that they can put on things like that. They have a lot of money, cool. But uh, but yeah, it's just um, I'll I'll temper my excitement until we get to like May and we get like more of a finished concept of what the game is going to look like. Okay, I hear you. Right, like I hear you. And you're make and you're making a lot of sense. <laughs> but here's a but. I know I'm buying that shit June sixth. I know it. Like that, it's gonna drop, and I'm just it's gonna be purchased. I'm, and I'm not gonna be able to help. My, I might hate myself. I don't know, <laughs> but I know I'm gonna buy the damn thing. I know I will. I'm a sucker. Shit. I mean, if there's nothing else coming out in June, then there's a pretty good chance that it. I mean, I'm hoping it comes to Xbox uh, Game Pass. So like, I don't which have to would be it. rad. Yeah, which would um, be rad. But, but you know, I mean, either way, yeah. I mean, it's just. I mean, the phone is going to get me. The, I, I don't see. Uh, I don't see a scenario where a major Diablo drops, and I'm like, nah, I'm good. I mean, it would it would take major major, you know, deal or, or loot box type shenanigans to, to make me bow out. But even then, if it's on game pass, you're not bowing out. You're going to try oh, it to sure. see what 100%. the train wreck is. And then you're going to, you're going to bounce off of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's, but I might just try the train wreck anyway, Shannon. That's what <laughs> that's I'm what saying. I'm, that's what I'm, Oh man, you're going to, all right. Well, I mean, I know it's going to be on your list of most disappointing games if it uh, if they do go the loot box route in twenty twenty three. Look, there, there's a sucker born every minute, <laughs> and I'm that sucker, Shannon. When it comes to Diablo, that's that's all I'm saying. When it, hmm. uh, Justin, did you have Diablo thoughts? Um, I thought the trailer looked really cool, and I was glad that we finally got a mm-hmm. date for it and stuff. Um, I had the same boat as you. It's one of those things where it's like, I it's like as excited as i am for it i know like they're changing kind of like a lot of stuff and there's been like heat so it's like i really want it to be good i'm worried that the day you know embargo lifts on it you're gonna see like sixes yeah or, you know something like yeah. that like, oh man come on like i'm gonna I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get callisto protocoled yeah <laughs> you know that's that's the last thing i want to happen but <laughs> 
I'm also kind of curious to see why they wait until June to drop it. I mean, if they're sending out an alpha build right now, like you got to figure they're pretty far along in the process, right? Like, the, do you think they need the another reason, six months? The reason I'm hoping, the reason I'm hoping is it has been all, you know, when did Diablo 3 come out? It was like 2016 or 2015 or something I think I like had that. played it on the PlayStation 3. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so I think that I, this is my hope anyway, that they know this is very important and they want to get it really right before it gets out the door. Because, I mean, remember, it was supposed to be out in 2022 or 20, yeah. I mean, sorry, 2020, and then it got pushed to 2022. Not even the like normal six month push or whatever. They're like, no, no, no. We're giving this a way longer time to bake. So if it comes out of the oven, great. I mean, it's going to have problems. Any any online game does right when they launch. There's always server issues. There's always things once it gets out in the wild. But I'm hoping as just a, a playing experience, like single player, it's clean and runs well. And then we'll see how, how messed up the online side goes. But uh, yeah, I've got hopes. I've got hopes, Shannon. My assumption for the date was I just figured that was the closest they could get to releasing on 666. <laughs> mm. So I thought that that was why they went. They're like, okay, well, we can lock in the first two sixes. <laughs> like, that's all we can do. See, if it would have been June 6, 2022, then all the twos would have equaled sixes. And then, that's yeah, true. you could have done it. Um, <laughs> I, it made me laugh. I wasn't going to talk about this originally, but it's I'm staring at it on my screen. And did you see the thing about blue protocol? Shannon? Mm. Yes, I did. The Amazon, uh, the Amazon Genshin impact. impact. <laughs> I was just, it cracked me up because it was just one of those like Amazon going, Hey, that makes money. Can mm-hmm. we just make that? Why don't we just make that? And, and, <laughs> and then go and the boardroom going. Yeah. Okay. Let's just make that thing that makes money. Mm-hmm. And that looks like exactly what they did. Yeah, I mean, uh, the trailer looks interesting. Like, I mean, I was uh, before I saw like it was an Amazon thing. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this is kind of interesting. And then I saw, oh, it was free. I was like, OK, you have my interest. I'm a free to play game. I'll, I'll give it a try. That looks good like that. And then it was, yeah, Amazon's uh, competitor for Genshin. I was like, ah, fuck this. <laughs> I yeah, right. think I'm going to play it right um but i can't think of anything that amazon has developed and put out in their gaming market that's been a hit oh that wasn't a flaming train wreck yeah i i can't really name anything either um so we'll see if they had a third time's a charm maybe <laughs> yeah, I don't know. no i think that's what it is, is let's just wait for something good before i you know i start getting on the amazon hype train uh keeping this shannon focused uh are you prepared for your birthday this year Jedi Survivor dropping on your birthday. That's awesome. Uh, it'll be something that I can play after my wedding because my wedding's like a week later. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, it, it looks cool. looks amazing. Once again, like, you know, it's one of those games. It's it's it looks yeah. like they expanded the combat a lot from the first game, which which is cool. Um, mm-hmm. For some reason, there's a Kylo Ren lightsaber in this, but it's blue, which Sure, I guess. Um, and uh, I don't know. It, it kind of looks like more of the same, but more of the same might be all right for this. The Fallen Order was pretty sweet. So I 
you still appear to be fighting large uh, megafauna out out in the wild on these planets, which seems weird to me that like a Jedi would just be butchering animals. <laughs> and it hit me weird in the first game too, with like the big ram things would attack you, and it's like, why am I just slaughtering these animals? Like this seems like they're not evil. Like you're in their territory, bro. Like what what's going on here? Um, hey, he's learning. He, he's learning. He's learning. Oh, it's, it's, it's it's okay to it's okay to murder a couple things when you're learning, right? <laughs> Okay, I'll, I, like at least that's what I was told. I'd buy that excuse in the first game when you're just some dumbass that found a lightsaber. But at this point, you know, people are calling you a Jedi. You know, it's like balance to the force is not Thanos level of balance to the force. I don't know. You're eliminating half the life to bring balance. Yeah, well, uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's uh, one of those things now where like uh, they're incorporating like a balance system between your, you being like a good Jedi and being a Sith. Like, you know, you kill enough of the Rams, you, yeah. you go on to the dark side. They're like, hey, guys, Fable's never coming out. We can just do this. Yeah. <laughs> Jet, Jedi Fable. Um, <laughs> that would be hilarious if it was Star Wars Jedi Fable. Like, well, all right. Uh, Why can't they do that? Like, just make that. Just do, right? make that a thing. TM, TM, TM. Hey, hey, you know what? That OG Star Wars game that everyone loves, KOTOR, mm-hmm. was kind of that. It was kind <laughs> of Star Wars fable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Justin, you, you liked uh, Fallen Order, right? Um, I never I never played it. Oh, I thought I remember you liking that one, but... You should the way you like Dark Souls games. I think you. I mean, it. I've heard good things. Like I know, you know, Robbie had nothing mm-hmm. but praise for it or whatever during the game of the year when it came out and stuff. And it looked like I've seen like speed runs and stuff of it, and like the combat looks really cool and it looks fun. So it's it's a weird mix of like Uncharted and Dark Souls as far as the gameplay. It's a lot of the navigating is very Uncharted like, but the combat is very Dark Souls ish. So, I mean, it sounds cool. Yeah, so. I think. And the story is pretty good. I think you dig it. I do. So maybe it's dirt cheap right now. You should give it a, you should give it a shot. Um, <laughs> okay, Justin. Yes. Tell me your thoughts of Death Stranding 2. Dude, that... What the fuck was that trailer? Dude, it was one of those things where, you know, the trailer... I was like, dude, what the fuck is happening? Like, as soon as... Earlier in the Game Awards, I don't remember what game it was, but I was mm-hmm. like, dude, this looks like some Kojima-ass-looking game. And yeah. then to my surprise, when this came on and it's like a Kojima production, I was like, oh my god, we're getting an actual yeah. Kojima game here. And then, of course, it's a sequel to Death Stranding. And, there, of course, there's babies everywhere and <laughs> yeah. like weird black shit and... like eldritch horror looking stuff happening and i'm like uh and every time the trailer stopped playing to like cut to whatever celebrities like in it and then yeah. came back it's like 20 per- kojima was like 20 percent weirder and yeah. then it <laughs> plays again and then cuts away again he's like 20 percent weirder and then again i'm like dude i don't even know what's happening like i'm, I'm not gonna play this but it makes me want to just watch someone else on youtube i was like i want to know what is going on here? Because oh, oh, you're, you're 100%, strange. You're 100% right, because it's like, oh, the baby in the bottle, it's an octopus now. And you're like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, is this some like weird symbolism for like loss? Like, what's going yeah, on here? I don't, like, what is happening here? And it's like, 
oh, that girl died. Guess what? She's regrowing in a bag as a child. And you're like, what the? I guess. I guess that's what's happening. I don't. Norman Reedus is old. He's like, yeah, I just like aging my main protagonist of my games like super quick. Whatever. It ain't a big deal. Yeah, that is. um, It was a Kojima ass trailer. I will put it that way. Um, Complete with super awkward music. And yeah, (laughs) it was was good times. Um, Okay. So, Justin, what was weirder to you? Because there were two things that were really strange. One was that trailer. The second is Dead Cells meets Castlevania. Mm. Like, what the hell? Like, what the hell is that? What's funny is because I've never played Dead Cells. I've Mm -hmm. I've heard good things about it. But, dude, seeing, like, Alucard and, like, the Belmonts and stuff, I was like, oh, dude. I was like, I just want a new castle. I'm like, please, you'll do this. I'm like, but you won't make, like, a good new Castlevania game. And I'm like, that's what I want. So I'm like hoping that, you know, it does good for Dead Cells. Like, oh, yeah, this, this property that we've been like sitting on that has like an amazing Netflix adaptation and like whatever. Let's make another one of those games. And and it looks very Netflix animation style, too. Yeah. Or at least the Castlevania characters in this trailer looked very Netflix-ish. So, but that one was just weird to me. I was like, how, like, Dead Cells was, what, five years ago at this point? And, right. And Castlevania hasn't been, like, a thing for a while. And so. So let me tell you, I was like, the only thing weirder, a weirder crossover than that was the Grubhub PUBG (laughs) crossover (laughs) of, it's like, oh, cool, the number six rated food delivery service with the number 17 rated like battle royale game team right. up together like yeah we pitched this to at least five other free to play whatever games before and we landed on PUBG and you can use code <laughs> PUBG to get $15 off your Grubhub order and PUBG was like fuck we're broke we'll take the deal yeah yeah, yeah they're like the little caesars of battle royale games <laughs> over here the little caesars um uh, hey Shannon though i'm going to tell you the moment of the show for Justin. You ready? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Tell me. The game trailer is called the game is called Earthblade. <laughs> yes. and it's the next game from the team behind Celeste. And as soon as I saw this trailer, I'm like, well, we've lost Justin. That's you know, he's, <laughs> he's running screaming in the streets. Is you it can't... a 16 bit bullshit graphics kind of thing? It looks more 32 bit. But okay. yeah, I mean, we're, we're kind of there. Yeah, it looked to me, it looks very because, um, you know, Celeste was kind of like, like it looks more detailed than Celeste. But to me, it looks very like uh, the of mana, like secret mm-hmm. mana, mm-hmm. Um, you know, stuff like that. It kind of has that same kind of aesthetic. But I know they've been working on it for a while. And I was so surprised to actually see them finally show something from it i mean it's not coming out until 2024 but it looks like a beautiful blend of like a metroidvania game mixed with celeste so i'm all in on it and they and they've definitely taken the lessons from like hades where you have very stylized like dialogue windows with mm-hmm. like high-res faces and stuff that are talking and all that and then and then it cuts back to the like you know, 32 X style gameplay and then goes back and forth. So, I mean, it was like, it, 
it looked interesting. It looked like a, I mean, design wise, it kind of had like a low res Ori feel to it, Mm -hmm. but, but yeah, I mean, Celeste was a banger. So I'm definitely willing to give it a try. Uh, Is this the one where they call their studio like pretty okay games or something like that? Or was that Uh, another, was that another one? I think that's a different studio. Okay. I don't remember what their studio name is, but I think it does have like O in it or something. I think it's like TKO or something. Okay. Yeah. Cause I remember, I remember seeing the studio name pretty okay games and I'm like, that's great. That's a really good studio (laughs) name. Uh, what, what other trailers jumped out to you guys? Dude, uh, right off the bat, I'm going to tell you one I didn't expect to see. That Hellboy trailer looks insane. It looks exactly like the comic book. Like, it blew my mind when it was playing. Oh, when that, when I realized that that was the game, yes. not just the trailer I was watching, it, it suddenly was, it suddenly moved to a must play. Like, I've got to see how this yeah, works. As I a game. was like, I want this game to be extremely good like i'm hoping it's like a case of guardians where people are like kind of iffy on the comic book game and then it just knocks it out of the park because it looks like so good it does it does i 100 percent agree and yeah it it it's weird to have to be saying like no it's like playing the comic book but that's what it looked like was playing the comic book and yeah nuts uh shan did you catch that one no, I didn't. I didn't catch that trailer, but okay. I will watch it afterwards. You should. It's it's pretty rad. Yeah, you know what I wasted my time on? Mm. That Armored Core trailer. I was like, oh, Armored Core is coming out with a new game. Cool, and it showed me nothing like, mm. other than like that stupid cinematic in the beginning. Like, and it took so long to even see a freaking mech. Like, whatever, bro. I mean, it's from software though. Like, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to be twenty twenty three. So we'll mm-hmm. see. Uh, I mean, it'll probably sell a kajillion units just because Elden Ring was good. Mm-hmm. So, but it makes me wonder if they're going to learn the lessons from Elden Ring and it's going to be like an open world type thing and, and that sort of thing. And I mean, I don't remember how Armored Core games played. I don't think I've played one since like the fucking PS2 or 3. Mm-hmm. So it it's hard to be excited about it. Cause for me, it's like a very forgotten franchise. Mm-hmm. It's a yeah, liter- it's it literally been relevant just, in a while. Yeah. It's literally just that it's from software that like makes my ears go up. If it was any other developer being like, Hey, armored core, I would be like, who cares? Moving on. Yeah. Um, and now as our resident from software person, Justin, are, are you excited about, this? I've never played any of the armor core mm-hmm. games, but I know it's something that since from software has been like, banging out souls games and they've been successful i know it's something that fans of armor core have been wanting for a while so i'm excited for them Mm -hmm. but yeah i've never played one i might be my thing i don't know since i've never i don't think i've even seen really like gameplay from one that i can think of or remember but uh dude i know one that you were excited for though and that's gonna Mm -hmm. be judas yeah, you mean Bioshock in space? Because that's exactly what that game looks like, and I am <laughs> down. Like, and I mean, yeah, it's Ken Levine, obviously, who made Bioshock, and you can tell, you yeah, can tell that that is made by the guy that made Bioshock. Um, holy shit! Did that? I mean, it's down to the like, you know, 
ability in the left hand, weapon in the right hand. Yeah, folk uh, music like playing. <laughs> <Totally>. <laughs> but but you're we're joking, but all of that is a hundred percent my shit. So <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm in hundred percent with Judas for for sure. Um, it looks pretty interesting though, is because it said like fix what you broke or whatever was the tagline, and. So I'm curious if this is something where to speak in Bioshockian terms, if you're like, if you're the one responsible for the downfall of the, of the city or the ship or whatever, and you kind of need to figure out how to, how to undo the damage or, or something. But I'm, I would like it if it's not you versus the machine in a sense. Yeah, I'm assuming you're like my guess is that you're right. I'm assuming it's like you fixing the shit, but I'm also assuming that there's also probably like a deeper underlying meaning or whatever to it all too that's gonna like yeah. reconnect with everything by like the end of the game because that's usually how Bioshock seems to work. So totally, and and it's I mean I, it's probably not fair to put all the Bioshock weight on it, but at the same time, it when it looks so similar, you can't not right well yeah and when the trailer starts out with from the creator of bioshock you're kind of putting that mantle on the table of oh this is like what it's gonna have to like live up to like this is the expectation now yeah they're kind of you're right they're kind of like throw throwing those balls on the table right from the start you know so uh but yes judas looks rad uh i i don't know why i keep getting drawn to this game and maybe you guys need to help me. Maybe it was just the Danzig, uh, but Lords of the Fallen looks awesome. <laughs> like it looks really good. No, and, and no. I know, and I know it won't be. I know it won't be. <laughs> but everything, every time I watch a trailer for it, I'm like, fuck, this game looks rad. Um, and and I think it's also because I did like the first one. I liked Lords of the Fallen. It was a total Dark Souls ripoff, sure but it was pretty good. You know? Oh, uh, by the way, circling back Earthblade, it wasn't pretty. Okay. Games. It was extremely okay. Games. <laughs> so yes, I was close. Um, okay. Enough of my Danzig Lords of the fallen love. Cause you guys are heathens <laughs> and don't appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> Justin Shannon, someone explained to me, why is Bayonetta Origins a thing? <laughs> like, what the hell is this? Well, it's like you said, they, they took so long to make Bayonetta 3 that yeah. they made a whole other game in the time. But yeah. I kind of like the style, though. Like, I think it's interesting. Like, what they're doing with that game is kind of what they did for No More Heroes. Mm-hmm. Where there was No More Heroes 1, 2, and then there was this kind of Travis Strikes Back, like, whatever side game where it didn't really play, like, the previous ones. It was kind of, like, different, like, same character, same whatever, but, like, different kind of gameplay and stuff. And that kind of held the space until the third one or whatever came out. Um, So that's kind of what I'm assuming is here, is you have, you know, your Bayonetta 1 through 3, but then this is obviously some, like, origin telling. But I thought the art style and stuff looked nice. I don't know how well you know, it's going to run or translate on the switch or whatever, but sure. Yeah. For people who like Bayonetta, I mean, it's, it's good to know that there's more in the works. It's more Bayonetta. So, Hey, there you go. Um, 
All right. The last big reveal that I know, I, well, I wanted to talk to Shannon about. I don't know if Shannon's in, but June 22nd, 2023, we're getting Final Fantasy 16. And I can't tell if it looks like the best Final Fantasy I've ever seen <laughs> or the worst. And and I and I want to talk to my Final Fantasy expert here. So Shannon, your mm-hmm. thoughts. I've been trying to stay in the dark as much as I can about mm-hmm. this Final Fantasy. Um so I haven't really checked up on it too much. Uh I am excited for it. Um okay. I wish that Final Fantasy 7 Chapter 2 had come out instead, but you know, it keeps the franchise moving along. Um, and I'm ex- I mean, I don't know. Like, it seems like they're like from the, the trailers I've seen, they're sticking to the combat from Final Fantasy 15. The only thing that seems to be uh, different is it looks like they cribbed the summon system mm-hmm. from seven and kind of slammed it in there. Hmm. And it, it looks kind of rad. I won't lie. Like it, Look, I suck at that combat though. Like that combat yeah. from fifteen, like I just kind of felt like I was button mashing my way through a lot of those like fights, and it didn't. It kind of took me out of enjoying that franchise. Did you enjoying need, that game? Did you need more cup of noodles? Is that the problem? <laughs> yes. Okay. I also I also feel that story falls apart in the second act, like hard. Mm. It falls off hard in the second act, so that took me out of it too. But um. You know, I just I want them to return to form like, you know, and keep, uh, you know, give me a good story and make me feel like I'm the one that's actually doing the moves. And if I have to go back to turn based combat to do that, so be it. Like, I don't care. Like, I want to feel like, you know, I'm pulling off the combos. I'm finding the, uh, you know, the the hot goss like for all of the, uh, you know, um, Mm -hmm. elementals and things like that. So. I don't know. If they do that, it'll be fine. If not, I mean, I'm still going to play it either way. It's kind of like you and Diablo. I'm going to buy the game. (laughs) For Um, sure. (laughs) You know, I'm going to play it. It's just like, uh, they've already got my money. It's fine. It's whatever. Yeah, It's like when you go to your favorite restaurant and you're going to order that comfort food. And then for some reason at the last minute, you decide you're going to order something a little different. It's still Mm -hmm. good, but it's just doesn't hit that spot the way that that other meal was going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah, just chasing that high for the rest of your life, you know, pretty much. I mean, like you took me to that one place in Vegas for chicken and waffles, and I've never been able to have something comparable ever since. Oh, man. Chicken and waffles, egg Benedict. God damn. (laughs) And you know what's sad is that restaurant doesn't exist anymore. We can't even go back there. Nope. Nope. It's lost to the the waves of time. Chicken and waffles only exist in our memory, Shannon. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, let's 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 end with the game that I literally stood up when when I saw it come across my screen, which was Hades Two. Like, yeah. as soon as that fight started in the trailer, and I saw the art design, I was like, "Oh no, no! This mm. they didn't! Oh my god, they did!" It's Hades 2, and I am so excited for this. comes in early access 2023. Um, I believe it easily was our game of the year in 2020, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I've played so much Hades between the PC, the Xbox, the Switch. It's And it's always great. It's always good. It's so good every time. 
I kind of want to go play it right now. Um, but yes, it's a different character. Uh, you are trying to take down Kronos, the Titan. And yeah, I'm just give it to me. I'm great. We're good here. Uh, we were talking a little bit before the show. It's the first sequel from super giant games. Um, which leads us all to believe they were like, Oh shit, this one made a lot of money. Let's, let's do that. Let's make that one again. Um, but I also hope it's, they had a lot more ideas from the first Hades that maybe they ran out of time or they couldn't implement in the right way or something. And they've been just futzing with that ever since to make it work. I think I'm hoping it's a wonderful marriage of the two. Uh, so yes, gentlemen, your thoughts on Hades two. Uh, I'm super stoked for it. Like, I love the first one. I didn't beat it like all the times that I needed to beat it to get mm-hmm. like the complete ending, but I beat it enough times to where like, you know, I was, I, I got my fill, right? Like yeah. other games yeah. came along and you're like, okay, look, like I can play this game or I can go on to something new. And I just, I just felt I needed to go on to something fresh. Um, that doesn't mean I didn't enjoy my time with the game. I enjoyed, you know, leveling up all the weapons. I enjoyed like going through and, I, you know, the, the sense of accomplishment when like the first time you go up against like the undead Hydra and like, you know, sh- they kick your ass. And then like mm-hmm. the second time you come back through and like, you're like, okay, I got it this time. I got the pattern down and like you womp on it. And then after that, it's just basically like every time you're just like, I got this thing. Yeah. Um, you know, it, there were, there were a lot of, you know, um, feel good moments in that game like that. Uh, and I think that's what kept me playing it for so long. The art style was great. I want to say it was like super cheap to pick up at the time too. It was like, what, 24 bucks, 24 99, I think full price for that game. So it'll be interesting to see if they keep that same price point for, uh, the new game coming out. Mm -hmm. Um, so we'll see how that plays out. Um, I like the character of the Hades too. Um, you know, it, it all seems interesting. I just wonder like how the story is going to play out. Um, you know, I don't know anything. I don't know what this character's name is. Like I didn't hear it. Like yeah. maybe I, I just had the volume down. So maybe I just didn't hear their name or how they're going to fit into the story. Uh, why she's got like a weird funky colored arm. Um, you it's know, like a, a lot... it's like a ghost arm. You can see the bone in it. Yeah, it's weird. It's it's got, there's a lot of questions there. Um, so you know, I I have no doubt that there'll be a good story. Um, that you have to uncover through this, and it seems that the combat is fun with the weapons that you saw. You know, in the um in the demo or not in the demo, mm-hmm. but in the trailer, like some some of those weapons seem pretty cool. So we'll see how it, we'll see how it turns out. Justin, what do you think? Yes, I was also incredibly excited when the trailer started and the Supergiant Games logo came yeah. on the screen. I kicked my bottle of water over. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "It's ha-. I was like, "It's happening!" Like, I did. I I'm just so surprised that like I feel like Hades came out not that long ago. So the fact that we're uh, getting because usually there's like a couple you know years between I mean, games. It will be. So. This will be three years, well, man. Yeah, I I guess it's just crazy to me because it's like even though hades did come out so long ago it stayed so relevant mm-hmm. for so long that it really didn't feel like it came out that long ago because it just constantly kind of like stayed on twitter like you know people talking about it people doing art for it sure um from my understanding the main character in this one is your sister mm. um and that's kind of how she connects to everything so i'm assuming the guy from the first one will be in the game somewhere at some point so I wonder if she's talking about like going to get her dad. Are you trying to get Hades? 
like is Hades captured by Kronos maybe That's or something of like that? The way I understood it in the trailer, it, it kind of uh, looked like Zeus or something like when he was like all like tied yeah. up. Yeah. But well, maybe he looks different when he's not behind a desk doing paperwork. <laughs> yeah, maybe. He's so tired from yeah doing yeah. that stack of paperwork. But uh but, yeah, no, it's I and I bet you it's like an official release is like 2024 cuz this is supposed to be early oh, yeah. access 2023. So, yeah, at which that is point, what they did for the first one. But I mean, Supergiant, li- the only game they've ever released that didn't hit with me was Transistor. Mm-hmm. And that was just because it was so complicated. That weapon system was just stupid that they had in there. I mean, in my opinion, I know a lot of people like it, but it was just I could not get in to that game at all. But Bastion was fucking rad. Pyre was great, you know, and. And Hades, Hades was phenomenal. It was a revelation. So more Hades and more Super Giant. I'm yeah, just take my money. We're good. <laughs> We're good here. Um. So yeah, anything, anything else jump out of you guys that we didn't talk about? Um. So my two favorite things from mm-hmm. the Game Awards: one, Elden Ring won Game of the Year. Oh yes. Which I felt it is a Jordan apparently did not feel the same way, and me and Robbie had to. <laughs> try to convince him that no Elden Ring did deserve game of the year like God of War don't get me wrong cleaned up <laughs> at yeah. the game wars God of War took damn near every other cat I also felt Tunic uh, mm-hmm. was kind of robbed and Stray kind of took every award from Tunic which I you know have heard Stray's good I, I'm i not taking that away from Stray but I just thought I'm like dude Tunic deserved something as, as someone that played both I can tell you it's because the story of Stray hits way more emotionally than Tunic. Yeah. It, it, what is happening in the world of Stray is very cool. And it's more, way more of an experience than Tunic is where Tunic, the thing that Tunic does so well is give you that, like that light bulb going off moment. Yeah. Every time discovery. Yeah. Oh crap. I can do this. That's amazing. Or this was right over here the whole time. Holy crap. You know, like that, that part of tunic is, I mean, phenomenal. Uh, Only Elden ring did it better this year. And, but it seems like the game awards, if you have a story that plays really well, that carries more weight than the can. So, I don't know, but uh, I because man, I don't know if I would pick Stray or Tunic if it was just up to me. If that was my choices, like it wouldn't be easy one way or the other. Yeah. Um, my second favorite part, though, was during the acceptance speech for I don't know if either of you saw it for Elden Ring. Some random 15 year old kid walked up on stage with Miyazaki and the crew mm-hmm. and waited his turn. And after the speech uh, dedicated the game to uh, unorthodox rabbi Bill Clinton, and then was proceeded to get escorted off stage. <laughs> and everyone was like, dude, this guy just from the audience, just follows like patting everyone on the back. Like he's yeah. part of the team and stuff like he did it. I did yeah. see, uh, I did see that on Twitter. Uh, and I was like, what kind of chaos happened at this video game award? And then I, you know, but I didn't read like up on anything about it. So I was just like, oh man, but they did say that they pressed charges on him. They arrested mm-hmm. him and pressed charges. So that's a bummer. And I guarantee you security next year will be a lot tighter. <laughs> so, uh, but 
Yeah, my yeah. favorite was all the memes that came from it. Like immediately all over Twitter, there was the Elden Ring screen, but it said Bill Clinton in the Elden Ring font. <laughs> and someone modded Bill Clinton into Elden Ring and was like nice. walking around beating the shit out of everything. And then the kid, they had the little uh, invader in world or whatever, and it's him in the red <laughs> like, invading the stage. It was so good. Uh, that's great. That's great. Mm, that is awesome. But yes, the, the Discord debate after that made me very excited for game of the year because it's funny and i get why people think it it's not a slam dunk for me that god of war is i mean i haven't beaten it that's my goal this week is is i'm i feel like i'm at a point where if i just buckle down i can beat the damn thing and it's not it's not a slam dunk that it's going to be god of war like I, i love god of war god of war is great Elden Ring does so much though that is just so unique and special and in the first time and hmm is that that's not an easy choice that's not an easy choice I'll say it like that do no, I think it, do I think it's between those two yes yes I do yeah, but I feelings are gonna get hurt this year I I have yeah, a feeling yeah I like that Robbie called out the great uh, Metal Gear Solid Five uh, <laughs> shaming. You know, you know what he does not talk about. It? He's like, "Oh, it doesn't affect me that much." But here we are, like five yeah. years later. And oh, more than that. More than that. Shit, when did Metal Gear Five even come out? Like that was like five years ago. No, if more than more than that. What seven? Something like that. Yeah, I mean, dude, five years ago was. 20 like all right you have to okay we lost so much time to covid zach i i don't i forget that two years faster it is 2022 justin uh metal gear solid came out in 2015 so so (laughs) yeah it's been seven years and he's still that fire is burning bright for robbie um (laughs) oh by the way did you see they had a horizon dlc announced yeah, well, we can move on because yeah. we're going to get around to that. Like, <laughs> how many awards in Horizon uh, in the Game Awards? I feel so bad for that game. I feel so bad for Horizon because that game is fine. Like, it's it's good. I would say it's better than fine. It's a good game. It's too long, and they put too many systems in it. But, like, playing that game is fun. Setting up traps and taking down robot dinosaurs. Great. It's a great time. It needed to be, like, 20 hours shorter with like four less modding systems in there. It did. And, uh, and if Aloy could just stop telling me what she needs to do every five seconds, that would be great. I mean, you're sitting there looking at all the handholds on the mountain to climb it. And she's like, you know, if I could get up to the top of that mountain, it's like, bitch, you told me that 10 seconds ago. I know I'm working <laughs> on it. Like, God damn it. Uh, really need to get to the top. Th- I know. I know Aloy. Jesus. Uh, but yes, there were there were other announcements and stuff, but I mean, does anyone care about Space Marine 2? I don't know. Um no, do you care about hide and seek in Among Us now? Do you care about Oh my uh, kid does? Street Fighter. My kid does. I man, remember when I used to care about Street Fighter? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Pepperidge yeah, Farms I, remembers. Yeah. Street Fighter 4, man. Those were those were the Halcyon days, playing some Street Fighter Four on the 360. 
Yeah, good times. <laughs> and then you get the shit kicked out of you and you play salt and play some rock band. <laughs> you're like, screw this. I'm going to go play some Beatles rock band and get over it. <laughs> We're going to sing my anger away with some Avenged Sevenfold. <laughs> <laughs> he oh, makes man. a beast out of himself. No, we're not doing that. Um <laughs> Five finger death punch, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I guess that was it. Do you, do you, whether you, either one of you have any uh, other news you wanted to talk about? Because it seemed no, like it was no. pretty much all game award trailer talk. Uh, did we not have? Was this was this a trailer trash segment? Should we have rebranded this? Um, well, no. we could do trailer trash right now because also at the game awards they showed a little bit more from Mario movie. Oh, we're talking some trailer trash. Did you like the edit I did in last week's yes, episode? For yes, you? that was very good. Uh, very good. I mean, the Mario movie looks fine. I, it's it. I feel like a broken record saying it, but it, it, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I also feel the same way where it's like, it's not for me. It's for my kids. I don't know. Justin, how 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 do you feel about the trashiness <laughs> of this trailer? I thought it just looked awesome. Like I love all the... I like, I think the thing I like about it the most is like the Twitter community, like dissecting every little thing about it being like, oh, did you see at minute 213, did you see? And they're like, this toad was holding an NES cartridge at the antique (laughs) store and this cheap sheep staring at Mario because they have an unrivaled hatred for each other. And uh, so I do like that, but it does, it looks amazing still. looks like a great movie and I'm excited for it. I did. I did enjoy uh, all the the toads just like pushing coins out of blocks. Yeah. When, they, when, they, when it starts, <laughs> they're just like, "Oh, we're just banking." Cling, cling. Um, but no, I, I, you know, I feel like what we've said still holds. The more I see about it, the more I'm like, "Yeah, it looks stunning." Like they, you can tell where they put the money. It's obviously in the in the animation because holy shit, like like the whole warp pipe sequence that they go through, like that, that had to, it just looks expensive. You know, it, it's like all the animation. It's like, how much did this shit cost? Like, good Lord. Um, and then, uh, was this the trailer where they showed donkey Kong? Right. Or was no, that, that the was last the one? La- that was the last, last one. one. This yeah, one was yeah. just the toads. Oh, right, right. The toad city one. Yeah, yeah. Cause they brought the guy on stage who does the voice of toad. And he kind of tanked on stage and he's like, anyway, here's the it, trailer. You know what? Can we do the thing at award? And it's not just this award show. It's every award show. Can we just let the celebrities get on stage and riff or something? Cause all the writing in these award shows sucks. I don't care who's up there. It's like, stop writing jokes for people that they can't deliver. them. It's not, it doesn't, it never sounds like something these people would actually say. Right. Just, I uh, mean, Keanu Reeves came out for Cyberpunk, and I mean, that didn't. I mean, it was all right, right? Just because he just kind of played to people, which is like, yeah. he came out. All he said was, he's like, you're beautiful, and it blew up. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, you're beautiful. Yeah. Well, it, it blew up because he broke away from the bullshit writing and just was yeah. Keanu for five seconds. And people were like, look, it's actually him. Um, yeah. I, man, the, the dialogue is just so painful 
on all these award shows. It's like, just stop talking. That's, that's the main thought I have every time these things start is just stop talking, please. Just, <laughs> just say in the nominees are, that's all you need. Yeah. Um, okay. I guess we can move off of this into a little weekly consultation. Hey, I'm still playing uh Pokemon Scarlet and God of War, so we can skip me. Cause yep. Still doing that. I'm trying to beat both this week so I can actually move on to other things I need to play. So how far are you in Scarlet? Uh, how, many, have, how many gyms? I've gotten, I think, f- I have five gyms, and I've got two star bases left. And then, according to my nine-year-old, that makes me pretty close to beating or getting to Victory Road or whatever. So cool. all my po- all my Pokemans are in the like forties range at this point. So. Yeah, I've stopped collecting. I'm just mainlining now. Like, I'll just fly over yeah. all these Pokemon that I want to get, and I'm like, nap, screw you guys. Like, my Pokemon are as strong as they're going to get. Like, I'm just going through, just punching everything in the face. I've, I've, I've become one with the surprise trade. I do, I do a lot of surprise <laughs> trades. <laughs> I'm like, and what are you sending in the surprise tr- trade? I like, usually will send something from the area I'm in. So the areas I'm in now have a lot of like level 20 to 30 stuff. So I, I don't feel like I'm sending like fucking level three scopes <laughs> out there. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I feel bad sending people <laughs> bullshit, but I did, I did manage to trade, uh, 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 whatever the LeChunk evolution is. I, I can't think of his name, mm-hmm. but uh, it was like a level 25. I sent one of those and got a level 45 Salamence back. And I was mm-hmm. like, that's sweet. I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the person who got that pig was probably pissed. <laughs> but you know, the thing that happened, like it happens all the time where you'll get some bullshit back and that immediately goes into another surprise trade. Like <laughs> yeah. the second it lands in the box, it's like, you're gone. Like, I don't even, I, I did that the one day where I was like, oh, let's do surprise trade. And like the first thing I surprised, I don't remember what it was. It was some basic thing from like yeah. the first day. But the, when I surprised, I got one in return, but it was Japanese. It was the same exact Pokemon. <laughs> and you just sit there and I'm like, re-roll. And I probably did it five or six times until I finally got something I didn't have. And I was like, that's when we stopped. Yep. Like, I, I, did the exact, I did the exact same thing where I got... I, I sent something semi-decent from the area I was in and got like a level three Scovit back <laughs> and immediately flipped that bitch and got a level three Japanese Scovit back for it. Like I, <laughs> I, I flipped the Scovit, got another one back, except now it was Japanese and then flipped that one and got something else. And I, I, but it was just one of those, like, seriously, I'm getting another Scovit two in a row. What the hell? Back to back. Yeah. But it is, uh, I, I still enjoy the catching. I usually will, if I hit an area, I'll catch two or three things. If I see that I, if it's obvious that I don't have them, you know, type mm-hmm. thing. And then, and then I try to focus because it's the same problem I'm having with God of war, the, the like shiny thing over to my right. And I'm like, Oh, that takes me away from what I'm doing. Let me walk over there. <laughs> yeah. I still have no shinies. No, no, me either. Though uh, my kid did get a, he did a surprise trade and got a shiny Quaxley back hmm. wow yeah so he's Some kind the, uh, people out in the world he's he's the big man on campus around here he reminds me that he has the shiny quaxley quite often <laughs> just just saying um <laughs> one of these days i should bring him on here to like talk about slash review the game because 
I don't know anyone that loves this game as much as this kid. Like he's <laughs> so invested. Be All kind I of... pictured is him like walking around the house with the switch on and he like trips in front of you and drops. He's like, oops, he's like dropped my shiny Quaxley on the yeah. floor. Here. <laughs> Pretty like, much. Like, everyone can see it. And he's like yeah. waiting to pick it up so you can look at it real quick. <laughs> You're like, oh, be a shame if it broke so you couldn't see my shiny Quaxley. Yeah. <laughs> Did I mention it's shiny? Um, yeah, no, he, he's hilarious. But uh, yeah, that's all I've been playing. Um, I did have a question for Chestin. Soccer story. I see yes. it's I see it's on the list as game you've been playing. Mm-hmm. Is it is it good? Is this, is this the one from the sports story people or the golf no, story? I mean, the, people. It's not. Okay. I, I a lot of people I know have like when I've said I was playing it and stuff. People ask me that because there's mm-hmm. golf story and then sports story is the new one or whatever. Okay. So this one is soccer story because golf story ruled. Yes, okay. golf story is great. Yeah. And I am excited for sports story, but instead we have soccer story, which is made by completely different people. Um, it is. So I guess I'll. Are we skipping Shannon? I'm just going to talk about what I've been playing. <laughs> We're not skipping him. He can okay. come he, back. Like I'm not being like banishing Shannon from this. Like I'm Shannon's just in the shadow realm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, Shannon, I mean, did you want to talk about what you've been playing, Shannon? Before I talk about soccer story. No, you can go first. Because we're lo- gonna fight. I, we're, we're gonna fight in a little bit. So I, I love that. Gonna, cha- let's just go, let's let's just keep going. I love how changing the order has like broken Justin. Really <laughs> no, dude, he's really confused right now. <laughs> just like, going to I'm like, I don't want to step on Shannon's toes. I'm like, I'm get invited from the wedding now because of right? fucking soccer story of all things. Uh, so yes, I have been playing soccer story, and I'm not gonna lie. Like, I initially it's on Game Pass, so. I was kind of the same thing. I knew it wasn't by the golf story people, but you could kind of tell that that's kind of what they were going for is that same kind of aesthetic that golf story has the, you're the main protagonist run around, do weird shit that you're kind of like not necessarily supposed to do with the ball or whatever, and then play actual golf too. And so I downloaded it and I've been playing. It's actually been, I'm actually surprised that, uh, it's been as good as it is. Like I'm probably 50, maybe almost 60% of the way done through. The okay. Game. So I've been putting in a decent amount of time with it and I've been like doing, cause there's like a lot of side quest stuff you can do. And I've been doing all of that stuff too, just cause that's how I always play everything. And it's been a lot of fun. You basically are this kid who there's like the game starts with a soccer match and this dude goes to score this goal at the it's like the apple cup or something like that and this goal that he scored was like so i don't know impressive or like whatever it causes like a massive explosion like an atomic explosion happens because of the soccer goal and then now (laughs) soccer is deemed too dangerous and so Soccer Inc. comes in to control soccer so that there won't be any unauthorized soccer like by anyone but them or whatever. So they can prevent an accident like that happening. And they I think it's like some island in the sky or something is where they like kidnapped all these like people. And they're like basically are in some like camp training every day to play soccer and doing whatever 
and you as this kid are just chilling in your room one day and then a soccer ball comes flying through your window and it crashes into your room and it's like a magic soccer ball and now you're going around trying to uh get people to play soccer again and stuff because all these like soccer towns and stuff that used to exist don't do soccer anymore so like the one town now they sell ice cream and they're like yeah selling ice cream is great like we don't miss soccer at all (laughs) and then you like play eventually do little side quest things for them and stuff to encourage them to play a match of soccer with you and then once you play and beat them and stuff now they're like oh that's right. Soccer is fucking amazing. I don't know why we were ever selling ice cream. And so you're trying to bring soccer back and then soccer Inc. doesn't like that. So they're trying to stop you from bringing back soccer. So is it like RPG ish where you, you have to like complete story beats to get to the match? Yeah. So it's very, um, it's very similar to dodgeball academia which is Mm. why I like it. It kind of has that same setup of uh, you have to go around. There's like a certain like couple quests or like at the beginning of the game, they're like, okay, well, if you're going to play a soccer match, you need to form a team and each member of your team. They're like, yeah, I will totally play soccer for you, but you need to do this for me. Like, like, oh, you need to go flip all these garbage cans or you need to go get all these goals in town or whatever. And then eventually you accrue your team. And then they're like, now that you have a team, they're like, cool, you can challenge the toddlers. And that's like the first match you play is against a bunch of toddlers. <laughs> and I'm not going to like the soccer part is actually, so I've never in my life like played FIFA or anything like uh-huh. that. Um, so, and that's kind of how soccer actually plays. Like you can like jump between like the four or five like players and you do get medals um for leveling up your team and stuff like the different cat your stats or whatever for each of your team members there's like speed power um and there's like two others i don't remember but strength uh and stuff like that that let you like kick the ball harder or like burn stamina less or whatever and so you sit there and level that stuff up and for yourself as the normal player that's important because that affects your movement and like your kicks and stuff in the overworld. So there's like, um, there's these on the one beach Island part, there's like these coconuts that you have to kick out of trees and stuff. But -hmm. at the beginning of the game, like you can't kick the ball high enough to hit those. So by leveling up your power or like whatever, you can like kick the ball higher now. So then now you can do those quests and stuff. So that's kind of how they have it broken out is it's like, Oh, well you need to like, get your character at least up to this high or whatever so that you can do these quests and there's like bonus targets and stuff that you can hit that are like really high up that you have to have max strength and stuff like my character at this point in the game is fully maxed out so now i'm like focusing on the rest of my team members and stuff trying to get them better just like with the extra medals and stuff that i'm getting from doing the side quests but the game itself is fun like the art style is interesting because it's a mix between all the player sprites and stuff are 2D, mm-hmm. but it has a lot of like voxel, like actual like 3D art that's kind of like meant to look 2D and stuff. So like a lot of the world and stuff is actually built out in 3D and you're just kind of like a 2D like sprite, like running around in it and stuff. Oh, interesting. But, like, 
but like kicking the ball around and stuff is cool like it was a little rough at first for me like i said since i didn't really play fifa like i got my mm. ass kicked by the toddlers uh <laughs> the first two matches but then after that once i realized i'm like oh this is how i like actually move around and, like pass the ball because like, at first i didn't even realize i could switch characters i thought mm. it was auto doing it and i'm like oh dude if i hit a i can like go through the cycle and like control characters and stuff so once i realized i could control other characters whenever i wanted i was like oh that makes this so much easier than how i was doing it yeah you're uh, like oh i can actually move the ball nice yeah i was like it doesn't it's auto like trip me to whatever character i need to be playing like i can actually actively jump between them and like it will auto switch like whatever like when someone like is close enough to the ball or whatever it will auto jump you like to that mm -hmm. one or whatever try and go for it but but yeah i realized i was just playing stupid and i could be doing a lot better and it's been a lot of fun i definitely recommend if you like dodgeball academia and i think even if you like golf story and stuff like that i think it's a good time and i don't think it's super long either like if you don't do a lot of the side quest stuff i think you can like mainline through the game pretty quick okay and oh. then the only other thing i've been playing is i played uh some ghost story which is our i think that's what it is ghost story it's also on game pass and ghost song, <laughs> ghost right. song? I knew it was yeah it's well, a I, I don't know this one it's a metroidvania okay. um the art style kind of reminds me it's kind of i, I guess it would be comparable to hollow knight in a sense but i mean hollow knight's more way more aesthetically pleasing and stuff but it kind of has that where it's a metroidvania but um you it's very metroid like it is blatantly metroid like a lot of the enemy designs like how the game starts it is basically like a love letter in a sense to the original metroid mm. and you play as this a ghost or whatever you're like i think you're just almost like a spirit like you're like a robot in a sense because you can like shut down and like upgrade yourself and do whatever and you like switch out your cores or whatever and it's like to do that you have to like power down and then switch really quick so it kind of leaves yourself like vulnerable when you do stuff like that uh but art wise i think it's really pretty and so far like design wise i think it's all right like it's not yeah. i play a lot of metroidvanias and it's one of those things where if this game i feel like came out prior to like metroid dread or something like that i think it would have been a lot like more well received like i think it would have caught on a lot more i haven't heard anyone really talk like you said you didn't even know what that no, was no so, um i don't think it's kind of hit its target demographic that well and one of the things that's kind of annoying is i like like the aiming's good like power wise and stuff everything feels good but if you shoot your blaster continuously which you know is like what you do in those games it'll overheat and then it does less damage so it still shoots but it just does less damage but then once it gets to that point it takes like a little bit for it to cool off and that gets kind of annoying i don't know if there's going to be a power up later or something like that that helps with that cooldown. but in like the mm -hmm. short term i hate i'm like dude i'm like all right do a bunch of shooting but when i'm like normally it's not a problem for weaker enemies but dude when i'm like trying to shoot something big and i'm like not hitting as hard i'm like dude now i have to sit here and like lay off of it for a minute and like just sit there and dodge while i'm like waiting for my thing to cool off so then i can just go back to blasting yeah uh, but that sucks. yeah so it's all right it's 
I I don't know if I'm actually going to beat. I I'm definitely going to beat Soccer Story, but I don't know if I'm going to actually <laughs> beat Ghost Song or not. Well, all right. Um. So Shannon, why are we fighting? So you sent me a link to a game to play uh-huh. on my phone this uh-huh. week. Uh-huh. that I've been excited to play for a long time because you and Justin have been talking about it. You've been interested about it. It's called Vampire Survivors. Oh, so you played this game in the worst format possible. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and, I, ha- and I, I mean, I had a miserable time playing it. Like, not so much because of the controls, because the controls are weak as fuck, but mm-hmm. um, I just... I, it's a simple game. Yes. I can see I can see how people can enjoy it. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's not my game. Can I recommend playing it on a goddamn computer? <laughs> no. Or on like the Xbox yeah. or any of the other platforms that it's on. What's going to change? The controls are going to change. What else is going to change? Uh, honestly, changing the controls changes a lot. And it looks better. It looks a lot like the... I was really bummed out with the phone version. The phone version looks bad. And it mm-hmm. doesn't control well. Yeah, and when you die and it says you could watch a video to <laughs> to, to reincarnate yeah, yourself, right. I was kind of bummed about that too. Um, but yeah, it's just, uh, I don't know. I, I don't see the draw in it. I'm well, sorry. It, but I, my retort would be also not seeing the draw is definitely enhanced by worse graphics and bad controls i will look i will i will try playing it on the computer mm-hmm. this week and mm-hmm. i will see if it gets better I, and if you don't like it you don't like it i would just say give it a fair shot because play like your only exposure to it being the phone is mm-hmm. not a, it's not a fair shake it's just not so i'm gonna say i almost want to guarantee once you play around where you actually do good is when it's going to get your hooks in you. Like yeah. once you're like, oh, once you're popping off and not just dying in two minutes or whatever because you're playing on mobile and like you're actually getting good upgrades and doing whatever is when you're like, oh, this is fun. Once you actually progress in the game. Yeah, I mean, like the first time I did it, I made it ten minutes. Mm-hmm. So like my first run was like a solid ten minutes. I, I'm not gonna. I, I think that's pretty good. Not knowing what you're doing, not knowing any of the power ups, not knowing kind of sure. your strategy. Mm-hmm. Like by the third time, um, I would probably say. I mean, I had the ability with the knives um, that shoot the knives out in front of you. Mm-hmm. Um, it had the multiplier. I had like fireballs like popping off. I had uh, like random like magic missile m- magic missiles like popping out everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I got to like, maybe like the 16 minute mark, um, like 16 or 17 minute mark. Um, but yeah, I mean, like there wasn't anything that made me, you know, and I know this is on the phone, so I know it's all like the controls and the graphics, but like, there wasn't anything there that like made me want to continue playing, you know, like it, like, I feel like I give it like one chance a day to kind of like hook me in or give me that shot. And I just. I just play my one time and then I go back to snap. Yeah. And and I get it. I get it. Cause I tried it twice on the phone and I mm-hmm. love that game and was like, well, that's getting deleted. So, <laughs> you know, I, no, I totally understand that. Okay. So, All right. So we didn't, we didn't fight. Yeah. We did. We didn't talk about it during the whole thing, but that was one of the big 
bummers of the game awards for me was I was super excited for that announcement and it was just a wet fart. of a game. <laughs> <sighs> It was really weird too. Cause like I couldn't find it. Like I had to wait for the link from you. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. like it wasn't updated right away in, in the, the app store. So that was kind of a bummer. Um, but yeah, it's uh, like snap is still good though. Snap still like pretty much takes up like 45 minutes of my day, like every day consistently. Did you build um, that deck? I sent you. No, dude, because I don't have the brood yet. So I need to find something like my push deck is still like not 100% complete. It's just kind of like I would just have filler cards in there until like, you know, my that deck is done. And the same thing with that one. What card do you you need for the push deck? I forget because I got the vulture. I got um, Heimdall. I got Heimdall. I got um, the Hulkbuster armor. Um, Let me see who else. I got Iron Fist. Um, there's Nightcrawler. like, I got Nightcrawler. Uh, there's just like, there's like one or two cards. There's like one card or two cards I don't have that like really make the deck pop. Human um, Torch? No, I don't have the Human Torch. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, there's one other one I don't have. Um, so I'm using like, I think it's, uh, I'm just using like Bishop or something right mm-hmm. now, um, to get a stat bonus. And, um, Ooh, there's one other guy in there that I just wish I didn't have to use, but I use them anyway. But yeah, it's just weird. Um, I I, I want to get the uh, I want to get the brood so I can try that deck, and then yeah. we'll go from there. Man, we are losing Justin. Holy shit! I know he's just drooling on himself. Yeah. But uh, uh, I did I did more Midnight Suns this week. Oh yeah, tell me about Midnight that. Suns. I want I want to know how, how is that growing on you? Is that still good? It's still the same. Like they're they're definitely adding more things. Like okay. so, it's definitely getting more. Uh, like in the hub world, it's it's there's a lot more systems now. There's like friendship levels, and now you have uh, light and dark. So you could choose whether you're going to be a good guy or a bad guy. Mm. Um, Speaking that, of fable, yeah, and that <laughs> affects like how certain um, superheroes like interact with you. Mm-hmm. Um, now there's, uh, this whole like side story, or I guess it's kind of like a sub story in with the main story where like you're collecting artifacts that Lilith is also trying to collect. Um, Agatha Harkness has just opened up, uh, uh, a portal to another realm where you do a whole bunch of fighting to like, uh, have other gods, um, give you blessings. So now you have like this whole blessing thing with like an arena. You have relics that you're looking for. You have trainings that you're doing with other superheroes. You have your armor and other tchotchkes that you're trying to power up. Uh, you have bonds and relationships that you're working on. And then you go out and you play, you know, and then you fiddle with your card deck because you get new cards uh, and new abilities. And uh, you can only have eight cards in your deck per character. So you spend some time curating that and then you go out and you do a mission. I'm I'm kind um, I'm kind of here for Doki Doki Midnight Suns. Yeah, you know? like, um, you know I don't I don't mind it. Um, you know, like I I am still playing it. I'm still enjoying it. Um, like I said, I, the only the only turnoff for me is the graphics when you have to look at everybody in the in the um, like when you're going through the story mode, like when mm. you're doing when you're interacting with people, like those animations seem rough for you know for a PlayStation Five game, um, but you know, the, the battle mechanics are awesome. I love them. 
Um, and that's what keeps me coming back. Like, I don't give a shit about the hub world. Like, put me back into the the, the missions where I get to fight things. That's what okay. I want to do. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, it, I would wait until it comes down in, in price. But, yeah, I think you are you would definitely uh, like it. I mean, it people compare it to XCOM, but, like, I don't really see... There's not an XCOM, like, element there where, like, with, like, hit percentages. Like, you have... Like the cannon fodder bad guys, which are basically just one hit, like they're dead, right? So mm-hmm. like you have cards that like it says on them it's a quick attack, and if you kill somebody with this attack, the card gets put is is recycled, so it's shuffled back in your hand, right? So it's like you you can just you can just murder like all the little cannon fodder guys and keep getting your cards like replenished, so you're not worrying about running out of cards. Very simple strategy there. Um, you know, once you power up those cards, they also get like knockback. So you can knock back those people into either hazards, exploding barrels, like other characters. So like you can multiply your damage. Um, so that, you know, makes things more uh, fun and chaotic. Um, so, you know, there's there's fun there. It's a, it's I, I like it. It's a good game. So good. Yeah. Other than that, I got uh, all I got all but one of the star bases to go, one gym left, and I think uh, that should put me pretty much close to the end of the game. I think all the titans are done, um, so I'll get through that. I picked up um, uh, Dragon Quest uh, Treasures, um, but I haven't started it yet, so that'll be next. All right, sounds good. Mm-hmm. Well, shall we? Do a little uh, spoiler talk. Do we have sirens? I hear them. They're calling me. Um, all right. So <laughs> this weekend, I've, I've been told by a lot of people, hey, you know what show you'd really like is Wednesday. The Adams Family you know, show about Wednesday. That's on Netflix. You should check it out. You would like that show. So I uh, watched the first episode after the kids went to bed with my wife and we're like, Oh, let's check out Wednesday. Uh, we end up watching the entire eight episodes and end up going to bed at about three in the morning because, uh, that show is great. It is really good. Um, so the, the thing about it is you don't have young Wednesday anymore. She's, she's now a teenager. And the show starts with her discovering Pugsley in a locker. And he's been put there by bullies. So to enact her revenge on the water polo bullies that uh, put her brother in a locker, she releases piranhas into the swimming pool. (laughs) And one of them loses a testicle. And uh, so she is cast out of the high school. And it goes to now Nevermore. Uh, school, which was the alma mater of her parents. And um, the, it, remember that kind of awful movie, uh, Miss Peregrine's School for Gifted Children or whatever the hell that one was called. Uh, it, it basically is, it becomes what that should have been that, that movie. Cause she gets introduced to her, overly bubbly roommate who is very much pink and pastel and gossip girl and all this stuff. Uh, but she, so there's great deadpan humor back and forth between them. Uh, 
the introduction is there are the fangs, the furs, the stoners, and the scales. And what that means is you get the vampires, the werewolves, the gorgons, and the sirens that make up the like social hierarchy of this high school. And a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of shenanigans ensues. Um, but then one of the shenanigans that ensues is there's a huge monster on the loose in the woods around this school and it's murdering hikers. And then at the end of the first episode, one of the kids uh, that also goes to school there has a vision of uh, Christina or Christina Ricci uh, Wednesday uh, basically causing the downfall of the school. And at the end, so he tries to murder her. And then because he's like a psychic or telekinetic and all of his powers are like going out of control. But in the middle of all that, he decides I need to end this problem. So he goes on takes on himself to get rid of Wednesday. But in the middle of that, the huge monster comes out and kills him and runs away. And all of a sudden the show turns into like a Sherlock Holmes Who's the monster? Who's trying to kill her? What is going on? And the mystery is great. It's really good. Um, we, I think with like the seventh episode, we kind of finally had it sussed out. My wife and I, like what was actually going on. And we were like 90% right. We, there was a few things we didn't get, but it was, so it's one of those where you still, you still, it still keeps you guessing. It's not like you're three episodes in and you're like, Oh, that's, that's who did it. And that's what's going on and all this. But it's kind of funny to see the character of Wednesday grow in a sense. Like she comes out of her shell a little bit, but not so much where it breaks the character. It's just one of those like, yeah, she's not 10. Like when Christina Ricci played her, she's 16 now. And is like trying to find her way in the world. And you know, that super deadpan delivery doesn't play when your peers are like, what the fuck's what? No, I'm asking you a question. Give me the answer. Like, what are you doing? You know? And, and so having to be confronted in that reality when she doesn't have her family there to back her up 24 seven is, is a fun thing to play with. And the show does really good. The actress that plays her is fantastic. I love the actress that plays her uh, her roommate Enid, who is just she's so bubbly and so great. And she's her old deal is she's a werewolf that can't turn into a werewolf. <laughs> they call it they call it wolfing out. And so she has like claws that'll pop in and out that she has painted, you know, colors like fingernails. Um, but she can't like wolf out, and it's like a, this huge thing for her where she just can't, you know, accept the reality. But, uh, was it Catherine Zeta Jones plays Morticia in this? And aside from a little questionable makeup work here and there, it, she's her the acting part of it is great. Her delivery sometimes, or her look sometimes while she's delivering the acting kind of falls apart. Uh, Luis Guzman is Gomez Adams, and he's fantastic. Like, he looks so just like. He's just short and heavy and like 
in the big suits and he always looks uncomfortable, but he always is like in total control of the situation. And he's just, and he's funny, you know, like it's, it's like, he's the way he plays that character is fantastic. Um, uncle Fester makes an appearance in this and, uh, and it, it is like the, the secret best part of the whole show. Uh, but yeah, highly recommend it. It's really fun and it's really good. And it's a good mystery. Like it's, it's a fun, mystery show on top of everything else so it's like a veronica mars but in like a goth setting <laughs> totally totally yeah it w- a little funnier than a veronica mars mm-hmm. is like a, th- that's the other side of it i didn't really talk about like the it's dark humor but it's a funny show like it's it's highly comedic you know i mean the one part where they're like take a stab at it and she's like well i do like stabbing you know <laughs> is it is it uh is it on Netflix or Hulu or uh, it is on it is on Netflix yes, and it's eight episodes are all about forty five minutes each so you can burn through it pretty quick. Um, <laughs> I, I did it in a night, um, but yeah it it does make you appreciate though like how good Angelica Houston and Raul Julia were as Gomez and Morticia because it it's not fair when I watch this show that I'm like. <sighs> you're just not them. You know, like when, when you see Kevin Zeta Jones and Luis Gomez on screen and it's just like, you guys just aren't mm, man, but that's not fair. Like, of course they aren't, you know, but it does make me want to rewatch those movies. Cause I love those movies so much. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's my big watch and recommendation. So you guys got anything else to add? No, I don't have anything. <laughs> Shit. No, like I'm seriously like I'm, I I it's hard to watch something when you go to bed at nine o'clock. I was gonna Friday. say Shannon's giving me the spoilers that are the back of his eyelids. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well that's what I thought was funny where you were like, Yeah, you know, she's eight like forty five minute episodes, like real easy to watch. And I'm like, you realize you're talking to Shannon who took <laughs> right. like, three sittings to get through Godzilla vs. Kong. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm. That was only like an hour and forty minutes. That's really funny. I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, my my, my TV time right now consists of watching uh, whatever Christmas movie my son wants to watch right now, and then yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Well, Wednesday did also speak to me as someone that uh, say had a soft spot for people like Wednesday when I was a teenage <laughs> boy. Uh, it was it was hilarious. There was at one point she's talking with this guy that likes her and he's basically being like, Hey, you ever want to be like more than friends type thing? And she's just like, she's like, you are making the biggest mistake. And he's like, yeah, (laughs) yeah, I know. (laughs) And I'm like, wow, I think I've had that exact conversation with someone at some point, you know, like it's pretty funny. And this was the moment where it all went wrong. (laughs) Ah, Usually it went a little right before it went wrong, but you know, it's fine. It's just, that's ah, how we grow up, Justin. We <laughs> learn from our mistakes. <laughs> but it, yeah. it, it was funny. I did have like a total like memory flashback for a moment. I'm like, wow. Yeah. All right. I've been there, bud. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you should run, run far away. It's... Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Justin, any of your 18 animes you've been watching that you want to? Mm. I mean, Shannon needs to catch up on it, but bro, Chainsaw Man <laughs> has been amazing. It, well, 
like you just you just gotta hold out until the week between Christmas and New Year's, and I can just watch yeah. it all. Yeah, and my hero, like you know, that's Shannon's I'm, a huge I'm fan never gonna catch hero. up on that. I'm never gonna catch up and on that. I just feel like I'm every, so far behind. Every week, like especially after last season, where it's like everything happened in the first half of the season and nothing happened in the last half of the season. This yeah. season, from beginning to where it is right now, each week has been nothing but pure like oh all that shit you were hoping that would happen last season here you go and i'm like okay like people are dying like consequences are at an all-time high in that show right now man i I know i can't believe it (laughs) i'll tell you i'm getting a little antsy because i want to watch uh dragon ball super superhero and they got a release date in japan uh for december 7th for it to be on home video and then crunchyroll like has not released anything about when it's going to come out in the states so I'm waiting for them to say something, but it looks like it's just going to be early 2023, which is a bummer. And Zach is shaking his head and yeah. biting. I his do want to watch that. <laughs> I know. Well, right? I haven't watched it yet. No, actually, I was shaking my head because it made me think about how. Uh, so when they have the Pokemon series uh, and they bring it to Netflix, and my kids like lose their shit because there's 13 new episodes of Pokemon that they can watch, and then it's like eight months before they bring the next 13 over. And that series has wrapped like 18 months ago in Japan. Like what's the fucking hold up, dude, just get that shit all over here. They got to get people to do the voiceover. That's what they got to record it all titles on that bitch. And my kids can read now, just put subtitles on it and send it (laughs) over just so I can end the whining. (sighs) It's like Bluey, man. Like Bluey came out like with the first yeah. like half of their season, and they were like, "Yep, this is gonna have to hold you over for a little bit." And people are like, "They're seven minute long episodes." I binge watched everything yeah. the first day. Give me more. I can't cry every time they play camping, and that's like every other day. Like, come on, <laughs> I know, that? right? There's <sighs> no more tears left to cry. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you, Bluey! You drained me. Um, <laughs> All right. Uh, on that note, I guess uh, I guess we have an episode, don't we? Uh, so, Justin, why don't you uh, take us on out of here? You know what, guys? <laughs> Thank you, guys, for listening to another episode of that Pixel Life podcast. You know, why don't you guys, uh, you know, head on over to the Discord? Let me know. You know, what were some of your favorite moments from? the game awards you know did you think it was funny when little 15 year old guy went up behind miyazaki and honorary <laughs> bill clinton you know let me know and while you're at it why don't you head on over to, the, to spotify give your boys a review let us know you know how we're doing over there and uh zach if uh robbie was here what do you think robbie would say robbie would say yeah it's your boy and uh hey guys <laughs> go be great and I'm bringing a chair to game of the year. <laughs> oh, yeah. Get comfortable. Get comfortable.